millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good evening, Dana B. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part 45 of our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the Idle of Hillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. What kind of week have you had, mate? Well, it's getting a little bit better, you know, just more, more and more people seem to be going out a little bit more now. Yep. Um, and then we've got the football back on again, uh, even though it's only German football, but it's some, you know, it's football, I'm saying some kind of football, it's good, it's good, it's good quality football, but, you know, uh, it's still not the same without fans in the, in the stadium, but uh, it's football, yeah. and uh, it will kill time a little bit. Now, when you say it's not the same without fans, it isn't, but ultimately we're watching the game of football, not watching the crowd. In some leagues, particularly in the Korean league, they'd um, fill their ground with sex dolls. <laughs> that was a different take, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because when you're... When you look when they built some of these new stadiums and put like it's like a coloured seat, so it makes us always people sat in it when uh, when you're watching it on on, on TV. Yeah. But uh, the, the thing about when you're getting quality players playing, uh, you're still you're getting good football. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, if if you were if they weren't playing that type of football, it may not it might not be it uh, might not be as exciting. You know, uh, but it still feels strange without. Uh, fans into in, in stadiums. And do you remember when Arsenal were were doing their what was it, the, the North Bank was it? And they, they famously done the Muriel. Uh, and Yes they uh, did. So I mean there is painted, didn't they? They, they painted, did, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did, yeah. I mean there's many Tottenham fans reckon the, the mural got more atmosphere than, than the North Bank. <laughs> but I, I I vehemently disagree with that. But there is something to be said for fans or or a mural being painted on there to add to a type of atmosphere. But at the end of the day, you know, that was just the one stand. We know as people, and the players do as well, that there are no people, fans inside the ground. I think there's a maximum of three or 350, isn't that, that's allowed yeah. in there. So, you know, there's also been clubs uh, talking about putting piped fan Sounds yes. and noises in there as well. Yeah. It still won't be. It still, it still won't be the same. Because when you, when you, when you, well, I mean, I've played in full. I've been in big stadiums. Yep. You know, full stadiums, and I played in front of three or four thousand people. Uh, even that front of two or three thousand people, I should say. Uh, you still got atmosphere because yep. you've even the fans themselves. I mean, you can when, when when there's only a few thousand fans in a, in a stadium, we can hear hear them shouting what yeah. the things what they shout here. But when there's fifty thousand people, it's like a roar, yeah. you know. Especially if you're at home, it's a bit different when you're away from home, um, and it does generate the atmosphere, and it does it does make you uh, or make certain players. When I said it, make all all players play 
I'll try and play better anyway. Mm-hmm. But when you get the somebody like myself, what used to run with the ball when the, when when you got the ball and you hear the fans roar, it makes you want to do it, you know. Yep. So it, it'll never be the same, but they can try whatever they want to try with it. Uh, it's never gonna be. It's never gonna replace fans. And I remember Dave, like I said, to you, I remember where Dave Whelan talked about we could let the fans in for now, or we could play without fans if if they were carry, keep carrying on causing. Uh, problems at foot, football stadiums, but it will never be the same without fans. No, and it won't be for the broadcasters as well, because the fans do add to the atmosphere, and without fans in there, you haven't got the atmosphere, and the games do seem flatter without fans than than they would do ordinarily if fans are inside the stadium. What we did see, though, on, on uh, over the weekend at the Bundesliga was some highly competitive, highly skilled Great games of football, and whether we, you know, when we were thinking about, or certainly in England, they were talking about this project restart, which I hate that name, about sterilised balls and social distancing and no spitting and no contact and 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 all of what they've been talking about. When you look at the German games, and we just look at what we see on the pitch, there was no difference really, was was there from that game to any other game? Well, again, the spitting part about it, it, it isn't nice. But we, we, when you talk about it, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't even sound nice. Mm. But all players do it. All yeah. players do it. Now, uh, I watched I watched, well, I watched, watched the Dortmund and uh, Schalke. Yeah, great game. I thought it was a really good well, game. And then I watched uh, parts of the Freisberg, uh, Leipzig. Was it Leipzig and Freisberg? I think it was. The game uh, after was uh, Munchen Gladbach. No, no, that was later on. I watched yeah, that that's later. right, yeah. But that was on at the same time. Oh, so right, got you. Once they'd gone 4 0 up, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd had a little coupon on. I'd had a little coupon, so I, I turned over to see, you know, see what that game was like. Yeah. Uh, now, in all the games I saw, yeah. in boxes for corner kicks, yeah. they were grabbing hold of each other. Exactly, yeah. When there was a free kick, they were stood by, side by side in a wall. Yeah. Right. You saw them like elbowing each other uh, when they scored a goal. Yeah. But you saw them slapping each other's hand. Yeah. Right. You saw them. I saw a couple of them pull someone around the head and kiss him. Yeah. You know. So look, choose what I say, what you say. You know. There's no we will be able to do about it until it opens up mm-hmm. and it's got to open up because it just can't carry on right it just can't carry on uh with social distancing yeah no. you know because but it ended we're getting more and more information now about what is this coronavirus all about yep um and i think within the next couple of months you'll see uh once people start opening up mm-hmm. they will get back to because as normal as people will be normal, they'll go in a pub and they'll, they'll sit down and they'll talk. And, yeah. you know, they'll be doing the normal things again, you know. Because uh, like I've always said, there's always been more more to this coronavirus than what's uh, what's really uh, being said at the moment in time. Oh, absolutely. That's my opinion. That's uh, my opinion. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I've always been of the opinion that I believe nothing that I read 
I believe very little I see unless I see it with my own eyes. And anything that the government tells me, I take with a pinch of salt. Um, but what? Well, going back to the football, going back to the football, like, yeah. like you said, nothing, nothing had changed. There was tattling. No, exactly. Yeah. Corner kicks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were people heading, people jumping up for each other. So yeah. there were contact and everything. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. And when the so German, what, you know, when you watch that, you first thing you say to yourself, "But well, what's it all about?" And then what you'll get the political. The political correct people shouting, oh, you know, don't you feel? Because I feel sorry for what people what's died. Yeah. But people die with flu. Yeah. We know we know it's a bad. We know it's been a. Well, it's a little bit worse than the flu. But according to form, there was a bad. Uh, it was a bad flu season, but sound of it. Yeah. And then that seemed to drop, fall by the way, wayside, and the coronavirus uh, mm. got more talked about. Yeah. But when you look at it, look at the games. You know, only time will tell within the next couple of weeks whether there's going to be any problems. Absolutely. Because there were contact, there was contact, contact with each other. Uh, I saw people kissing, I saw people spitting. So none of that's changed. Regardless of what anybody says, it's not, it's not changed. No, and, and, and what will change is when the Bundesliga finishes, the Premier League's going to start. So it just seems as though it's very finely tuned and very well organised that we're talking, we're talking, we'll wait and see what happens with Germany. As soon as they finish, we're going to start. Whereas whereas before, if they'd have done it at the same time, perhaps some supporters, after a couple of weeks, might have watched the German games rather than the English games. So it all looks rather orchestrated to me. Right, listen, that first game, what we're on, the Dortmund. Yeah. Dortmund. yeah, Borussia Dortmund versus Schalke. Yeah, I'm trying to think. One of the games, what we're on, there was a, there was a, a, BBC, a BBC, there was a, a media reporter for one of the news corporations yeah. uh, in a bar in, in, in Germany. Yeah. They sat there watching the match on television, mm-hmm. having a pint. Yeah. And she's got a mask on her face, and yeah. everybody else has sat there without a mask on. Yeah. You know, oh, she wants to protect herself. She feels secure. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, in Germany, and they are now, uh, they're opening the bars up. Yeah. And people were sat watching the t- uh, football uh, on TV in those bars. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I've I seen... know what I think, but, you know... Mm. You can't please every everyone. So I mean, I've never felt, I've never been fearful fearful of the coronavirus since it came out. Mm. I've done I've done my normal things. What I would do, I go to the shop, uh, take job training. Can't go anywhere else because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. You can't go swimming. You only to go swimming. You can't go to the pub. If you're go to the pub, I don't. Even, you couldn't can't go down and have a put a football bet on. I mean, you can do it on on your uh, phone. You know, it's 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 everything seems strange. It doesn't seem right, does it? I think uh, it will start probably first or second week in July. This is my opinion. I think the bars will open up, particularly if they've got beer gardens. I think the bookies will open up, and I think a lot of things will open up with the Premier League starting. And I think 100% the Premier League will start. I'm convinced that the Championship will probably start the week after. And I think League One probably will. I know League Two isn't, but League One, I think that they will start. Magic moments from the weekend, TC. Is League, is League Two, did you say League Two is going to start? No, they've, they've, yeah, they, well, they, they, I believe there's a Another vote um, with the Football League chairman of League One to whether it's going to be finished by um, 
points per performance, etc. Uh, but there's going to be playoffs, I believe, to go into the championship. And then yeah. um, there's going to be uh, relegation from the championship to League One. I don't think that with with League Two, I think that's that's null and void, wasn't it? They've, yeah, that's they've, right. yeah, they've that's finished null, that. That's null and void. Yeah. yeah, but I think there's uh, I think there's a willingness for League One to continue. There definitely is with the championship and a hundred percent Premier League. Are they going to have enough money to uh, to play behind closed doors? Because that's what's happened with the. Uh, League Two, isn't it? Absolutely. You've got enough uh, sufficient funds to yeah to play uh, behind closed doors. The Premier League will play, will finish out, and uh, mm. the uh, and the champ and the Championship. But having said that, with these uh, people, what's tested positive for it? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the Watford guy standing around and saying he didn't know he had it. He didn't feel he's yeah, never felt yeah. to, mm-hmm. not well. So yeah, it, that just shows you if he's if, if he's if he's not felt, uh, if he's not felt poorly, or not feeling well, uh, we're having coronavirus. Mm. It'd be showing you that it doesn't affect the the fit and healthy people. Then does it? Well, the younger younger people anyway. I think they've always maintained that for most people that do um, contract this coronavirus or you know whatever it is, they they will have minor symptoms or might not even have any symptoms, and it will only affect people that are more vulnerable, which you know is pretty much consistent with the flu, with German measles, you know, with anything else that we've that we've had that that's been a virus in the past. When 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 have they give the dates for it? I've never been. I've not been watching our news. Over they're here. looking. They're looking. I think around about the fourth or the fifth of July for the Premier League. Um, the, you can't go any much longer than that, you know. No, I know. No, no. I, I, I think that they, they're just going to look at what happens in the Bundesliga. See if, see if there's any problems. If not, leave it for a little bit. Wait till that finishes. As soon as that finishes, let's start up again because the players are back in uh, training. Is the Champions League going to be? Uh... Well, they, they, they do believe that uh, that's going to be uh, be played out as well. Again, there's a lot of money that's involved in the in the Champions League and these because, cups well, in Europe. I mean, if I was a football manager and a couple of players said to me, even if it's be star players, hmm. you know, you got to you got to respect uh, their feelings for it. You know, yeah. I, I just turn around and say, look, fair enough, I understand it, but I'm I'm one of them. What it you know what does he to bother? But it, it doesn't affect me. Hmm. You know, uh, one way or the other. So if the player said, "I don't want to play, boss," then I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against him. I, I'd understand it, but we need to get these games out of the way for everything, for yeah. everything to see, make sure whether it's it, it's uh, within the clear to go and get about as day to day work, or that it is going to cause a problem. Then we know it's serious and what we. Yeah, what we all we've all been thinking, or some of us been thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And then so, as soon as the football finishes, then TC, we've got the um, we're all going to be inoculated because they've got a they've got a vaccine that they've got thirty million vaccines lined up for uh, the beginning of the next football season. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not. Vaccine, I guarantee you. I'm not having one either. I'll hydro, take you with a pinch uh, of salt, mate. I take that was it. I don't call it or something whatever it is i, I take that i try yeah. that tablet yeah i mm. take that you know so um because a tablet form even if if i if i had a side effect from it then i won't take it after that but yeah. you know i won't take a vaccine 
No. Nobody, knows, nobody knows with vaccines anyway. Well, blimey, the last time you had a flu jab, all your hair yeah. fell out, mate. So I wouldn't be Everything. taking one That's of them a, in, all right? I was in hospital. I was yeah. in hospital with it. Yeah. It makes you wonder, um, doesn't like it? Like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't pick my head up. I told mm. you my fault was yeah. right everything. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. Mm. And I mean shocking. And the, the dermatologists put it down. They, they didn't know what it was. Mm. I mean, if they put it down as a the flu, I could have sued the football club. And if it had been in a dirty needle... Because yeah. that's what they were saying it was. Yeah. The flu, right? And then for some unknown reason, they went, we're not quite sure what it was. Mm. You know, so uh, we just put a reaction to uh, a flu jab. It's the wrong vaccine. They gave you the coronavirus 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me with me. <laughs> Magic moments, TC. What have you sourced for us from the Bundesliga this week? Well, my magic moment was the goal. Um, Alan, <coughs> brilliant goal! Absolutely, uh, absolutely brilliant. And the other one was the kid who you told me about. I can't forget his name. Midfield player. Oh yeah, player. Great player. Julian Brandt. He plays. He plays absolutely superb balls through. You know when, when you can play, when you can pass balls like that. You yeah. know between lines, because they see it, yeah. they can see it. You know, it's and they put the right weight on it. Yeah. Uh, and it gives a, it gives a striker the more the, the more advantage than the defender. So, oh. what's his name again? Julian Brandt. He had a Brilliant. hand in Brilliant. every goal, goal. that Dortmund yeah. scored. Brilliant. I thought Brilliant. he absolutely ran the game. I was really impressed with that performance. And and I, and I thought then, if there's three million people in this crowd, he ain't going to play any better than that. He was no. absolutely on top form. Understood the game. I've always told you, Gabby, if you get players who understand the game, is yeah. different class. And when I look at Man United not signing that Ireland, yeah. it makes you wonder... Doesn't it it yeah. makes you wonder. Yeah, it does. And I certainly will be watching Dortmund again. So the, whenever the Friday night, Dortmund versus uh, Bayern Munich. Um, we've I've got the well, I thought that I got the correct um, fixtures uh, this week. I've got Saturday. They're away at Wolfsburg, Borussia Dortmund. I've got Union Berlin Who's versus Hertha. Union versus uh, Hertha, the Berlin derby. That's what I'd had a look at, and that's what we're going to be doing later. To you know, well, you, you, you'll be right. I guarantee you. You'll definitely be. You'll be hundred percent right. But I'm. I must be making a cup of tea. And I, 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 I thought well, that'd be a cracking match. Yeah. Uh, Bayern Munich and, and, and Dortmund. Unless they were talking about. But yes, they're playing they're soon. Say, they're playing. They might soon. have been talking about it. Yep. As I've gone to make a cup of tea, and I'm thinking it would on on Friday because I thought that's going to be a classic. That. I think it could be a week Friday. Right, because they right. are playing each other pretty soon. But uh, wherever Dortmund play, I should be watching them. In particular, By the way, I, didn't watch, one, uh, I didn't go one up again, did I? Uh, no, it's thirteen twelve. I pulled it back. Did you? But, yeah, because um, we we got the you got the Mönchengladbach result wrong. You got Dortmund right. Uh, we both got Leipzig wrong because we thought Leipzig would win. Uh, yeah. They they didn't. They drew. And then it went on to um, Bayern Munich uh, on on Sunday and uh, Bayern beat Union Berlin 2-0 <laughs> away from home. So I've pulled it back. It's 13-12 and I've got a cracking song to go out on. I too have picked two of your magic moments there because I thought Julian Brandt was different class. The Haaland goal was sublime. People, mm. Some people look at his, oh, he only tapped in. He glided that 
glided it um, right into the onion bag. I thought that was total class. Everything, the, the movement, yeah. uh, the ball into him, body shape. Yeah. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And the other one that I picked up was uh, Matthias Kuna from uh, Hertha Berlin against Hoffenheim, yes. a young Brazilian boy. Uh, when he got the ball on the left-hand side, little bit of a trick, cut in and uh, stuck one in with his right foot. But that's not the first time he scored a wonder goal. So again, Kuna is one to watch. They're, so just, when, born, they're just born with natural talent, aren't they? They are, yeah. So whenever Hertha play again, uh, I will be watching Hertha and having a look at seeing that young man to see what he can do. Because that's what I like to see in football games. Star players producing star performances. When you're watching, when you're watching games, you want to see. I, I want to see my team win. Yeah. You know, none of us want to see his team uh, play poorly. Uh, but on, when your team win, you want to see a bit something special from one of your special players. Yeah. You know, uh, even if he's not one of your special players, somebody in the team does something. You think, wow, I want to get back there. I want to get back there tomorrow or, or next week or Tuesday or Wednesday. I mean. Modern day football is seven days a week now, but yeah. when when somebody does something spectacular, you, you want to get back down to see that uh, team play again and that player. So you're right on that. Yeah, and also when those teams and those players are on the television, I'll sit down there excited and, and watch that game of football because I like to see players perform and do something out of the ordinary rather than just be a normal mundane game where it's pass pass side side back no pace no quality i like to see someone that can pull a rabbit out the hat and produce something extraordinary and in jack Grealish, he's one of the english players that, that can do that yeah but, but, but make no mistake he's got he's got mm. the the football brain to do it and he's oh. got the he's got the quality in his feet to do it and he, i mean going back to the to, to, to dortmund game yeah when you looked at dortmund and then you looked at shelker yeah they just, they just sat back. I mean, according to form, not being playing particularly well before um, the coronavirus, before the football uh, had shut down because of the coronavirus. Yeah. But that, I mean, you, you're starting again, so yeah. you know, you've not lost, you know, for two months, yet nobody's won, so mm. you, you should be able to go in. But looking at it, what Wagner, looking at Wagner, what he were, what he were doing, what he would, what he getting his team to do, exactly same as what he were doing at Huddersfield. Yeah. You know, just defend and just defend and trying to hit them uh, Dortmund on counter-attack. I don't think they went into their half no more than four occasions. No. Again. You know, so I, it baffles me. Again, it baffles me. you know, as a player, you go in training, you try all these things, you, 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 you know, you're practising, you're playing your game formations, then you come to a Saturday or a Sunday and the gaffer tells you to defend. 100%. What's the point 100%, in doing that? It's 100% right. It is. Yeah, pointless to you and that's why I love Jack, because he can pull a rabbit out of the hat. And by the way, I've had to block about 20 Blues fans on Twitter today, giving me dog's abuse over well, Greeley. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm not bothered. I have deleted one or two myself. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not bothered if they say I'm rubbish. I'm not bothered if, you know, uh, if one starts swearing and that, exactly. then I get rid of them. I get them off. Because I, we're not all going to agree. And it's their opinion. They're yeah. entitled to their opinion. Yeah. But if they get... Abusive, effing and blind, you know, you know. Then I, I just, I just delete them. Then that's the only time I delete people. Absolutely. Five of your best or your favourite moments in the game, TC. 
you don't have given me five things at times, you know, pick five <laughs> best players. And, you know, there's that many great players. I've absolutely my life that. Five you of know. your best moments, though, that you've you've had in, in your experience of being a, being a football player? Well, I've got to put signing pro for Doncaster Rovers. Yep. I have to put that in. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I have to put that in. Uh, How did you, you feel, know, TC, when you signed that? Oh, um, what I, what I always thought, once I became a pro, that was it. Yeah. Because don't forget, you're only a young kid. You think, well, I've met it now as a footballer. What I mean by met it, not as though, you know, it's big time Charlie. It's better than playing amateur football. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. You know, now I'm a footballer. So uh, and then afterwards, you start to think about, you start playing with better players and then they're trying to educate you what you need to do, you know, and then you start to think more about the game. But when I said uh, I've made it, I don't mean, you know, nothing cares anymore. Getting to football, because people said, how do you get into football? Well, it was just, we just played two, two trials matches, you know. It, it, uh, if you ask anybody else, how do they get in? It's all it is, 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 is a trial match. But the, once I got into it uh, and I got signed and I thought, I've, I've achieved what I tried to set out to achieve to become a footballer, you know. And then your ability will take you where, you, where you're going to finish up. Uh, if you're playing with better players, it'll take you to another level. And if you get the right manager, it'll take you on to an even bigger level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've got to put that in, even though... <clears throat> Well, it has to be the major one because without Doncaster, I don't get to where I've, where I've been in life, do I? No, absolutely. So, uh, signing for uh, Brian Clough, when you got the top manager in the country uh, wanting to sign you and telling you how good a player you are, so that's that's too... Uh, how, let, let's just indulge a little bit. How, again, how did that make you feel when you're looking at the greatest manager, one of the greatest managers ever to have managed anywhere on this planet, looks at you as a teenager and says, son, I'm going to make you an England international. I know you said, Mr. Clough, I don't need you, I'll do it myself. But for him to show such faith in you must have made you feel 10 foot tall. Gabby, when I tell you anything, when I put things on my Facebook and you see what I put on it, the the facts, the facts. And when when he said to me, he said, I'm going to make you an England player. And I said to him, I'll make myself one. You know, not not clever, big-headed. You know, I mean, he started laughing when when, when I said it, you know, uh, because he come from a family of five or six and I come from a family of eight. Um... And the things he said about me as a player. Now, you, get, you love John Roberts and your favourite player, isn't he? Oh, yeah, I used to we, try and model we, my game on John. We are playing, we're playing at West Brom. So there's Martin, Larry Lloyd, John, uh, John Middleton, I think then, Frank Clark, Griff. I'm not sure if Kenny were playing then or um, Chapman, Sammy Chapman. Yeah. I'm not quite sure on that who were playing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been Larry K. Did Larry come before Kenny? I'm not quite sure. Uh, Kenny Burns. I would have thought, yes, I would have said definitely Larry Lloyd come before Kenny Burns. Right. I would have thought. Uh, And then we had Rob Oldmean, Martin, Ian Boyer. What did it be? Barry, uh, Barry, what was his name? Butlin. Barry Butlin. Butlin. Barry Butlin. Butlin, After the match against West Brom, he turned around to Rob Oldmean all them. All you lads, you you ought to give your way your bonus today because he's got you a great draw today. 
I couldn't do no wrong with him, Gabby. Yeah. Honestly, I could nothing do no. The injury, or the worst thing whatever happened to me at Forest, obviously, worked, worked mm. because the team went on to be successful and Robbo went on. I mean, Robbo was a great player, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, it, you know, it, it became... It, it was, nothing was going right for him under Brown, I think, at uh, Forest until Cluffy got there. Yeah. You know, uh, and Robbo's ability, as much as Cluffy uh, being the manager, you know, the, the both went like uh, and into club type of thing. Yes. Brilliant football. So, but when you get a manager what's been tapping you up for six months, <clears throat> yeah. You know, and uh, and wanted to sign you, and kept saying how good you were. You know, I'm going to make you a star. You know, all this type of thing. Absolutely. Unbelievable, because you know, you, what one minute you're watching, one minute you're watching on television these these people, and next minute you're being signed by him. Yeah. You know, because 1718, uh, 1718, 18 when I signed, but at 15, 16, 17, you're watching these managers on television and playing in big matches against Leeds United, you know, in semi-finals of cups or. Uh, most you know important games for league titles that type of thing and quarterfinals of FA cups and league cups you know to be signed or to be one uh, to be signed by you know one of the greatest managers of all time I mean he's the greatest for me but you've got to you've got to look at Shankly and Paisley and all them and Ferguson you know but in my eyes he was the best uh, because he got something about that charisma about him you know. You were fascinated. I was fascinated with him listening to him speak when he was on television. So for someone like him to want to sign me, oh, so proud it was untrue. Yeah. So proud it was untrue. So that's two. Um, the George Best scenario when he signed for Fulham. Yeah. Coming into the players' lounge and saying to me, "What a player you are, lad." Mm. You know. Uh, so that was three. The semi-final of the. Um, League Cup for Southampton. Yep. That was four. Um, the two legs, TC, you're talking both yeah. legs there. Yeah. Well, and, and knocking I, out I, a good well, team. Well, both legs, because I bet both the goals up at yeah. Ellen Road and I scored the winner. It, it was the worst goal you'll see in your life. <laughs> Don't matter. But there's no, goal, but <laughs> yeah. there's no goals, bad goals, as Gary Lineker will always tell you. I mean, all Gary Lineker's goals were practical tappings, yeah. uh, you know, just running into the box and scoring goals. And he didn't. He weren't bothered to go off his backside or whatever. You know, he never saw him scoring spectacular goals. So I've got to put that in because it took us to Wembley. Um, I could talk about the uh, the semi-final at uh, FA Cup with um, Everton, with Everton and yep. against Southampton. I could talk about my goal down at Bramall Lane, but the number one has to be playing for me. Club of support in front of 49,000 beating beating your rivals, scoring a goal and making two of them, you know. So that's got to be number one playing in front of 49,000 49, fans, beating your arch rival. Uh, so that's that, that's me five ma- uh, ma- major uh, magic moments. And 49,000 that they. Agreed that there was forty nine thousand. Yeah, there well, was probably a lot yeah. more than that. Well, looking were, at that spine cup, mm. what a sight! One of the greatest sights in uh, in English football, and to by this way, day, still it, the, well, the massacre. That photograph, that photograph, 
there, I keep putting on when uh, when Pele. Santos played down yeah. at Pele, Santos played down yeah. at Hillsborough. That that's what it was like that day. Yeah. That that same how that how that picture is that was the same because it was all the the, the uh, copper hadn't been filled in. Yeah. You know it were when we when we played Chef United on that Boxing Day, the copper got no roof on. Yeah. And it was absolutely, but it was packed. It was packed all the way around. Yeah. It was packed all the way around the ground. Fantastic. I mean, if you want a gypsy's kiss, you can, you've got no chance of getting back to your pals, have you? You've just got no chance. You'd no. never find them in it, like in the modern game with the, the modern supporter. Half time will come, or they'll want to go up and get a pie or a pasty or a bovril, and they'll come back to the seat. I mean, there and then. You've got no chance of getting back to that area. No, listen, uh, them them all them days have gone now, haven't they? Yeah, sadly, you know, sadly. You know they've they've gone now. It's it's more comfort. It's more comfort for for everyone now, isn't it? You know, boxers and everything else. And yeah, I mean, again, it, I would say sadly, TC. Sadly, I mean, yeah. the nice thing about the Bundesliga being on the TV and no one in the stadiums. We can see how magnificent their grounds are because they're standing. Oh, Why can they yeah. stand in Germany and we can't stand in England? What happened to all these EU inequality in the EU? You see, we should have ripped we, out our seats and put that, the terraces all back. All that, all that is rubbish. Exactly, right? absolutely, hundred percent. We, we, we pay, we pay more tax yep. than anywhere else. Yeah. Well, when I say more tax, for, for on fuel at petrol. Hmm? That's right? cheap now, TC. Petrol. Well, it is. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is. It's still, it's still, it's still a quid, isn't it? Yeah. I can remember when he was thirty-five pence a gallon. Yeah. You know, so cars are dear and everything else. Mm-hmm. So there's no equality. There never has been. Nah. You know, German football. Back. I know we've we come out of Europe, but what that's still irrelevant. It's that is still irrelevant. Mm. Germans playing football, and we're not. Yeah. So there's no equality whatsoever. None whatsoever. There's a quality. There's a quality for all oh, the elite want to get the equality too. Yeah. Other than that. We, we might as well forget having equality. Absolutely spot on. But that yellow wall, I mean, how magnificent is that when it's full? And me and Tom were watching the game, and, and to be fair, he, he wasn't saying it because we it's were 80, watching... 80,000 people getting there, you know. Yeah. Well, when it's full. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the fact that, you know, it was on, because Tom likes it, well, loves his football. He's a Villa fan. I've been down Villa Park a few times with him uh, this season, although it feels well, the like wonder, that season. No wonder why you're getting abused. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just love to watch football. I love to watch football you know, being played, right? I have right? never, I have never, <laughs> I mean, I was one game at Sheffield United. Yeah. Uh, when he won a cricket, when he won a cricket, I went to watch, uh, it was Wednesday. Yeah. When did I go? I went with somebody to watch a match. Anyway, it went, I mean, what, what cricket ground was to behind the, not the cop, the other end. That what used to be opened up and there used to be cricket cricket down there. Yeah. So I've only ever been there once. I've never ever been there since. Yeah. You know. Uh but you'll keep going down to watch Phil. I don't know what you're saying, <laughs> but you can't be a Phil fan and keep saying uh, a Birmingham fan and keep saying, I've got to I've got to uh, you can, but you, the fans are not gonna like it. <laughs> to be fair though, if I was a Wednesday fan and uh, and Tony Curry was playing. I would go over to Bramble Lane as well to watch Tony Curry play because I love to watch artists ply the trade. I'd watch him. I'd watch him at other grounds, but I won't go to Bramble Lane. <laughs> <laughs> 
to be fair, if my no, stepson no, wasn't, you know, yeah, then, no, but it's only the fact that, do you want to come down and watch a game? We've got a ticket. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go know, down I and, and we watch it. it it's yeah. a love of football. We're going to have a look at the history vault, TC, briefly. A player that you played with, Phil Boyer. How good was he? Brilliant. Great, um, great touch. Understood the game really. Again, I, one of those players what... Uh, Understood the game and read the game quite well. Mm. Quickish without being over over quick. Good movement. Um, did great for Norwich. Did brilliant at Southampton. Uh, lovely, lovely lad. Looked after himself. You know, not one that went out drinking. I'm not saying he didn't drink. Yeah. You know, but uh, lovely, lovely man and, and a very, 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 very good football player. And by the sounds of it, a, a great pro. And before Norwich yes. was it were formed a fantastic York, partnership yeah. up front with um with Ted McDougall at uh, at yeah. Bournemouth, another player that Bournemouth, you played yeah. with at uh, at Southampton. And I've looked yes. briefly at his his goals and appearances. He was pretty consistent at Bournemouth, Norwich, and Southampton. Scored a re- relatively the same amount of goals in about 140 appearances or or so on for all three clubs. Three clubs, yeah. and and that that sometimes is very difficult to see, isn't it? Because when you go from one club what? and used to play in one way, you go to another. Sometimes they don't play the way that you've played with, and your partner's gone, or your midfield yeah. player that's putting the ball through. But Phil found a way of scoring goals at all three clubs there. Well, I'll tell you how, how we found the way. Yeah. He never panicked in front. You know, can you remember what I said to you about Jack Grealish? Yes. Composed. He's composed on the ball. Yeah. Phil were like that in front of goals. Yeah. Ted McDoodle, to be honest, you wouldn't say Ted was a fantastic footballer, but he was a goal scorer. Yeah. But then again, Gary Lineker weren't a fantastic footballer, but yeah. he was a great goal scorer. Yes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Uh, what the what they do? Those goal scorers, they don't panic. Yeah. They do not panic. They find great players. That's a great players. Yeah. Great goal scorers, great players. Anybody what's great at their sport, find time. Exactly. You, the coach can't give you that. No, not at all. A coach can't coach you though. Yeah. You know, but I, I mean, I don't play golf, but I love it. But I don't play it. Yeah. Because I I get bored, you know, uh, spending four and a half hours on a golf course. But when you hear a golfer hit that ball, yep. and you hear that ping, yep. you think, well, and then next minute, they're winning tournaments after tournaments, and then they get a coach. What changes the swing? Yep. And I think to myself, what? he's won all these tournaments. Why have they got somebody in telling them his swing's wrong? Yeah. And then they don't win a tournament then for two years. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. 100%. So, choose how good a coach I thought I, I would be or could be or, you know, or, or brain club or anybody. What you cannot teach players is time. Yeah. You can, you can say to them, listen, try and, try and be more composed in certain areas and you'll find, you'll find time. But if you know if you can't do, if they can't do it, you, you never. I mean, you can teach somebody how to how to do something with the ball because you keep practicing and keep practicing, and keep practicing. Yeah. But to try and get somebody not to panic when they're under pressure, you know, that's more difficult to coach than anything. Than Absolutely. anything. And that's that's what I loved about Julian Brand's performance. He just dropped off. He found them pockets of space. He gave himself time, and he was just like the conductor of the orchestra. And and I just think that's. That is an art, 
And and you're right. It, there were you times know, you when he dropped him. off. Yeah. There were times when he dropped off, and yeah. the ball seemed to come to him. Yeah. When he shouldn't have done. Yeah. And I wrote about all this, and I said, "What makes me laugh with, with, with coaches? What they don't? What, why I think they don't understand the game is mm. you'll get a, t- a top player. What stood about, and the ball comes to him. Right? You get an order. When I say an order player, good player. Yeah. You know, and if he stood there, the manager's shouting like mad. So he makes it. He makes a run to make to do something else, and then the ball comes. Mm-hmm. You know, but they wouldn't shout at the uh, the messes of this world yeah. when they're stood around. I mean, when you're talking about that boy down there, there were times when he just just stood. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. and it, it does it does yeah. create space for you. Yeah, you know, but you'll know when you need to move quickly. Yeah, when and where to move. You know, so. You will never be able to teach that. You will never get they've either got that or they haven't, and that's why you see some players snatching at things in front of goals. And also, what I loved about Brandt's performance, he was he was walking through it at times. He was taking those breathers at the right time. And I said to Tom, he reminds me very much of a Jack Grealish type of player. And the the problem is with Jack and Villa, his football team aren't that good. He's got very inferior players playing with him at Aston Villa. With Brandt, he's got quality players all around the pitch. And you can tell he trusts all them players to do what they need to do. And he just comes alive when he needs to come alive. And I just thought his performance was fantastic. I caught a bit this morning of uh, the football show. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't been watching much of, if I'm honest, I'm not been... Having a cup of tea, a slice of toast this morning, I put the TV on. Anyway, when it came on the TV, it come up as, you know, 409. Uh, so I'm listening to Sooners and all them. And then who comes on is that uh, Roberto Silva, is it? Is it Roberto? Not Roberto. The kid at Manchester City. Uh, David not Silva. David, not David Silva, the other one. Roberto, isn't it? Roberto Silva. Oh, do you mean Bernardo Silva? Bernardo Silva. The Portuguese boy. Yeah. Portuguese guy. And the interviewer was asking him a a question, you know, uh, about how easy it is to do And he's he's going on and talking to him about so on and so forth. And I'm thinking to myself, that's why these people don't understand the game. Yeah. Right? Because why he finds it easy? Because he was asking, why do you find it easy? Simple. Because he said, I've got a football brain. Mm. What do I keep telling everybody? Yep. You can sign an athlete as much as you want. You're never going to turn him into a footballer. Can't you, will turn, you will turn footballers into, you will turn footballers fitter and make them more like an athlete because they're, able to, because they're fitter. But you will never turn a, an athlete into a footballer. Yeah. Ever. Vinaldo, as close as you would come to like an athlete footballer, that's like Christian, uh, Cristiano Vinaldo. But he's, he's a natural footballer. What's worked on his uh, physique? Yep. Right. So he's turning around and saying, you know, um, he said, "Well, I'd like to think I've got a football brain." Right. And then he's going on, but and I'm thinking, he said, the interviewer, he's playing with better players. Yep. Right. When he said to him, you know, you find it okay when you're playing in any any position. Good. If you take him out of there. Yep. And put him in a um, Birmingham a City. Yep. Well, no, no, put him in Premier League. Yep. We'll put him in Premier League yep. with a Norwich. It's still going to be a great player. Of course, we will, yeah. But he's never going to do the same things like he would do at Manchester City by playing at left wing one exactly. week. Exactly. Right? Or right wing or, or centre midfield. He's never going to do that no. consistently. But you, you, you look at him, you think, what a player he is. Yep. 
if he was playing with the and I'm thinking to myself, no wonder why we never get it right. Yeah. You know, because it's so simple for him to play. You can imagine playing in that team with them type of players. If you're a good player, yeah, yourself. Yeah. You know, and then what they say, you know, and then they'll criticize someone at Norwich because one week he's all right, next week he's not. You know. Consistency, any player is consistent with what how good the team is. Yep. If you're not if the team's not consistent, you will not you'll you will be in must you'll be more in than out. Yep. Right? But you're gonna have games where you think, well, in, he's been poor today in uh, Stevie Gerrard, but you would have put him in the Man United team. What were winning week in or a Chelsea team, what were winning week in and out? And he still looked brilliant at Liverpool. What I'm trying to say is, you know, it'll look even better in teams what's winning European championships and winning league titles and things like that. So when they were asking them questions, I'm thinking, we said, the wonder why we don't get it in this country. You know, how do you find it? You know, how do you make it look so easy? It's simple. You're playing with better teams and a great manager and nothing else helps you other than that. Absolutely too. So you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear, can you? No. No, and, and you come out with some classics, but it is a classic, that, what you just said. Well, I remember Rodney Marsh, when he was talking about the Albion, he got a lot of stick. He probably got more stick from Albion fans than I do over Villa, uh, Villa fans, over Jack Grealish. And when they come into the Premier League, I remember Rodney says, the Albion, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. <laughs> and they, they, they wasn't happy. But you can understand what Rodney was trying to say. They haven't got them players like you've just alluded to. They haven't got the players like Man City or Liverpool or, or the better teams. And it is going to be difficult because you just can't make those players into top players if they haven't got that football brain. Well, you put Monday night football on. Yep. And I like Jamie Carragher. And yep. I like Jamie Carragher as a player. Yeah. And, and Jamie Carragher, and I'm not criticising. What I'm trying to say is, they pick, they'll pick. This is bad defending. They're, they're clueless. They don't know, you know, they don't know what they're doing. So for me, that's putting the manager straight under pressure when, when when they do. And I understand why they say it. Yeah. You know, and don't forget that they're the, the paid to make uh, give their opinions. Yep. So they've got you know, but Carra were making them mistakes. What he's what he's pointing out about other players, mm. right? We never look at thinking, what a great ball that we're in. Yep. It's always the, it's always the defender is in a bad position. Yep. It's like when a defender clears it, they'll say, oh, that defender's brilliant. First thing I say to myself is, it's poor it's poor quality of a ball into box. Yep. Now, if you're going to be a good coach, as a coach, your job is to improve your players. Yeah, 100%. And if, if if a player, if Terry Coon keeps knocking the ball in for the centre-half to, to, to uh, clear it, then I must be a bad manager because I'm not. If I'm picking him every week and he's doing that, yeah. and I, or I, I'm not teaching him how to how to go come round the ball so the ball's staying at least staying in in, in play. Yeah. If I can't teach him that, then I shouldn't be coaching. Yeah. You know. So the thing is with football, we're always looking for the negative, and, and that's what managers have done when they're going into management. Mm. They've gone more on the negative side, organisation. Then the positive side is a look. We need to try and win a football match because winning football matches wins your trophies, yeah. or it keeps you in. A, it keeps you in. Only losing games, right, uh, gets you relegated. Or you finish yeah. at bottom of the league. You know, in all the four the divisions, what we've got in this country. Yeah. For me, football is all about entertainment. It's all about trying to win a game, and it's all about being positive. I, look, I'm like you. 
I want to entertain yeah. things. But, and I understand... Yeah, you've about, got to defend. Yeah, you got to defend as well. Of course I, you are. I understand, you know, it, it's about winning. Hmm. But at the end of the day, end of the day Gabby, you've got to... You, a player, if a... Look, for me, as a manager, a good coach will look at it, well, Terry Curran, I'm not going to... I don't like blaming other players, because I don't, I've never... I don't criticise players. I've never have done. Yeah. I'll criticise philosophies, but I don't criticise players mm -hmm. because it's players for every club. If if you're the manager and I can't defend, yep. you should see that. Yep. And you know, you don't have to be audible to that defender. Mm -hmm. You know, you bide your time and you get a better defender in. Yep. You build your team. And that's absolutely. what it, that's what it's all about: getting better players in. Yeah. You know because. A defender, or, or, or every player goes out. They don't go out to to, to make a mistake. Yeah. To, you know, to cause give goals away. Mm -hmm. Strikers don't go uh, go out there to miss chances. The midfield players don't go out there not to create chances yeah. and put the balls through. You know, right balls through for, for for the forwards. People go out there to do the best. Yeah. It's the, and I'm not having to go to coach. It's the coach what's going to look at it and think, well, well, Terry Cummins not good enough to be in this team, so I've got to get somebody else in it mm -hmm. who's better. Yeah. And that's what that's what lets them down, coaches for me. Hundred percent too. So behind the lens is another feature that we do on the uh, the podcast, the current view with the Old Levels, but at Mr. Terry Curran and Mr. Terry Curran is in the picture with Mr. Jerry Gow. <laughs> what went on there? I'm guessing you kick somebody. They got you. You give them back a little bit, and then they start arguing, moaning to the referee. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. The thing is, when I played football, Gabby, yeah. I got kicked from oh. pillar to post. I'm telling you. Yeah, all forwards did, right. yeah. I mean, some of the tattling were atrocious. Mm. Right? And I'd be sat in the dressing room when I'd hear that my manager turn around and say, kick so-and-so, kick Paul Merson. Yeah. Right? And then you'll go and kick him. Uh, and if, if Merson weren't brave, then you wouldn't see him for the rest of the game. Yeah. Right? But with me, I didn't, I didn't go out there to foul anybody. You don't should have kicked me. I never went, oh, I've got a black book. Like some players will buy the time. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't turn around and say to another player, you know, he keeps he keeps kicking me and one of them would turn around and say to me, Terry, leave him, I'll sort him out. Yeah. Right? I used to argue with referee. Yeah. But what would happen, I'd go back for more. Yeah. Right? And I'd retaliate. Yeah. Right? So then I'd get booked. But I, but I would turn around and say to me, why has, why has, he, kicked, why has he just kicked me? And then he's kicked me, and then he's kicked me, and you're booking me for me telling you, are you going to do something about it? And that's what that was. Jerry Gal, what I'd done, uh, I'd gone for a 50-50 ball. Not 60-40, by the way. Yeah. I went a winger when it went, you know, I got out of the way. I either went for a 50-50 or 60-40 against yeah. me. They, they, listen, Gabby, they, they couldn't believe it. They, they knew that I wasn't frightened. Yeah. They knew I wasn't frightened. So, Jerry uh, was a good player, don't get me wrong. He was moaning and groaning to the referee. He just he just kicked him. And he went with a 50-50 ball, and he, he, he's come off the worst of it. Yeah. Right? So, Jerry's been mouthing to the referee, and he's got booked. You know, because I mean, they, they book you more for, for you mouthing at them than yeah. they do for fouls. Absolutely. And when I was playing, the fouls were brutal. Yeah. Oh, Unbelievable. Oh. In, in fact, TC, I was watching Harry's Heroes last I, night. Go on, on, you crack on. on. Right, I took my brother into Pondifract. Yep. And he asked me if I said, no, I didn't see it. I caught up with it. And then 
he was on last night. I've, I have to, I've got to interrupt you because the first thing I said to Tom, what are they doing bringing him into it? Because I said to him, I tell him what he's going to do. Right? And don't forget, this is only if, what if he'd have broke that kid's leg? What 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 you want about now, Ponty Fred? Vinnie Vinnie Jones. Oh yeah. My, oh. Brother, my brother said to me last night. Yeah. Uh, when when was it on Monday? It was on Monday and last night and tonight yeah. is the final yeah. one in Germany. Final one. Yeah. yeah I yeah. took my brother into Ponty and he asked me if I seen it. I said no. Yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah. So I caught up with the other service, the first one. Yeah. Yesterday morning, and then I watched the one last night. Got you. And then Vinnie came into it. Yes. Right. And I was saying to Joe, I said he was brutal. That team. Well, brutal, and then he showed you some fouls. And Jock looked at me and said, I didn't realize a kick like that as a oh. kick. It was right. And then when they fetched him in, not because of the, but when they fetched him in, I went, I'm going to tell you what he's going to do. He's going to rattle somebody. Yeah. Right. And what did he do? Oh. If he had broke that kid's leg last yeah. night, don't forget, it's only a series. Yeah. Series. And some of them didn't earn money like we did, not like we did, like they do today. Yeah. Right. So, but anyway, go on. What was going to say about him? But no, no, what I was going to say is when they went to uh, San Marino mm. and then they went with them players playing a game, which was a cross between rugby and um, this oh, yeah. kind of kickboxing. And, and <laughs> there was a few of the players going playing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd have tried that. Yeah. First, well, first I'm not going to Exactly. Me. But that reminded me of how. It used to be for you forwards. It, it quite wasn't as bad as UFC, but it, it weren't yeah. far off, it was it, with some of them defenders that you played play, against. Yeah. I'd have sort of played against them, <laughs> and they looked some really rough guys. Yeah. I'd have sort of taken a couple of punches off of them, then played against them, them, them naked football. Uh, naked football. Oh, I thought that was a disgrace. <laughs> I mean, that was, what the hell was, was that about? And you'll tell me. I mean, Seaman had the right the idea, then. Well, I just look at it. I know they've got to make it a show and a series, and they've done the first one. Well, A, I couldn't understand why Razor Ruddock. I mean, he was unfit in the first. He's even more unfit now, and he's got heart problems. So why he was on there, I don't know. I can only assume that the producers told Harry that he's got to have him on there because it makes good TV. The yeah, naked see, footballers, by the way, what did, a joke. Harry doesn't look happy in one sense, does he? I, what would you? <laughs> I mean, it's like every one of them players that played has put on timber. Now, I know you, you, you do after you, you, you finish playing, but if you know you've got a tournament coming up and as they're training and they're playing, they're all pulling up, they've all got... You know, I mean, he, he must have used, by the end of this Aries Heroes, this second series, I bet he's used, I bet he'd use about 24 players. Well, you see, like you said, uh, Ruddick, with his condition. Yeah. And I, as I said to Laz, Harry will be a bit wary of Ruddock because, he, you know, if he died in that series, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It'd, feel, it'd feel guilty about it because, of course he would. I mean, by the way, don't think, I mean, that's them now unfit. Yeah. That is them unfit. Yeah. Right? I've played against some of them players, or Ruddock. Yeah. He'd it, it, be only a young kid. Mm. Right? Um, Seaman, I played against Seaman, but it'd be because I'm 65, they're about 56. So I'm coming to end of my career when I'm playing against some of them. Mm -hmm. But some of the teams I played with, well, just like that, yeah, as soon as the game finished, drink after drink after drink, you know, and then 
I played with a kid called Billy Hughes. He had that much garlic, you still you could still smell the ge- uh, the beer uh, when he came in on a Monday morning. The garlic was that strong, but you could still smell the beer on him. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, was that the so Billy Hughes what, that played at Sunderland and went to Derby? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so the, and they weren't just Billy, yeah. there were plenty of them, and yeah. I mean plenty of them. So uh, that's what lads were like in those days. Yeah. You know, and then you wonder why the foreigners have taken over us. I know technically, and what have you, but our lads wouldn't train afterwards, mm. after they finished training. They'd go straight to Betty's shop or they'd be going out drinking, you know. So they wonder why technically we're, not, we're way behind them. And then... As, as time progressed, because we we were still going out drinking. It yeah. was only when the foreign coaches came into it what stopped it. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. managers they didn't they didn't want it to happen, but they knew it happened. But as long as they were getting when I when I watched that, it's no different to when I were playing. Yeah, uh, what lads were doing. But the thing is, they're in the mid fifties now. You know, if they, if you're going to do a football program and you've got a number of football matches, you need to be in some kind of fitness state to uh, to fulfil fixtures. I mean, you can look at Harry thinking, why do they, oh my God, why do they? Why do why do the foreign players what we're playing against now? Why do they look not too bad at all? No. They look fit. They can't run. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they still look fit and healthy. Mm. And then you see how long. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, when you look at Merce, Mil- Merce, Merce looks as though he still could play. Yeah. <clears throat> and so even does Leandro. Even, yeah. even Matt Leticia, as you can see with his thinking all the time and it, when he does, but he can't run Yeah. because of his weight. Well, Merce, even though he's carrying it, still looks as though he could run, does Merce, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he does, yeah. You know, Lee Sharp struggled, I thought. Yeah, he surprised uh, me. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because he's only a young lad. Mm. He looked all right, did um, young uh, Henry. Yeah. Lee Henry, he looked, he looked still all right in himself, you know. But uh, that's how it was, that. That's just how it was, straight after the game. How do you think straight it's going to finish game. tonight, TC? Because this goes out Thursday morning, so we would have already seen the ending before our podcast goes out. How do you think it's going to finish tonight? It's going to finish on a well, cliff. Edges, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna finish. Go on. Right? I'm gonna say England's gonna win, and I know they're not gonna win. Yeah. Right? Open that Germany get uh, I'm gonna back uh, Germans. That's what because whoever I back other team wins. I'm gonna back the German team. Open that England beat them. So I'm hoping that England gonna win. But can you see England winning? I think England will win. On penalties, at half past 10 or 10, 28, 29. We're going to be watching it tonight. Penalty shootout. And it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't roll out Chris Waddle to knock in the winning penalty to get over uh, what he did in 1990. Well, unless, unless, unless they don't, unless they can get uh, some other players out there, I'm going to say they're going to get beat. Yeah. 4-0. Well, Teddy Sheringham's got to uh, play, hasn't he? Because they He's did. Yeah, he had, it was um, he, he in looks, the trailers. Well. Oh he yeah, I mean he played till he was forty-two. I mean, great player yeah. Teddy Sheringham was. So uh, yeah, you never know, and that's how I think it'll finish. And we'll, I'm we'll going to go four-nil to Germans. Right. Okay. Blimey. That might put me at top of the league next week. <laughs> 
that that actually doesn't count, TC. In, in our football forecast, uh, the the game on Harry's heroes against the Germans. Well, I'm not playing if it don't count. But before we get into our um, our predictions, because we are almost uh, up with the hour, and I can hear the vacuum being plugged in as we speak. You alluded to your toast uh, for your breakfast. Random question. What is your favourite breakfast? Toast. Are you these toast? You have toast every day? No, no, no. Majority of time. Yeah. You know, I love, I love cereal. Yeah. You know, I like a bowl of frosties or a bowl of wheat. Chocolate, those little chocolate wheaty big things. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. I don't like a certain uh, amount of cereal, so I do like frosties. Yeah. But... Uh, for me to have a bacon and egg sandwich, all that, very, 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 very rare. Yeah. Um, it's just toast, really, or, or, or cereal. And coffee or toast. Uh, sorry, coffee tea, or tea. Tea. Always tea. tea I must think, yeah, uh, I'm not a coffee lover. I'm yeah. not a coffee lover at all. I, I do have one occasionally, but I'm not very rare, very rare. Right then, TC, time is up. We're into our football forecasts. As I'd alluded to earlier, I love that word, you know, alluded. Right. It wasn't long ago. I didn't I've know what it meant. Going now. I'm not giving you another chance this week. 13-12. Friday night, we've got Union Berlin versus Hertha. What do you uh, what do you see happening in this game, TC? Hertha Berlin 2-1. Oh, I'm going to go for that as well. And only because of Matthias Kuna. I think that kid's... I'm going to go 2-0 to, um, to Hertha. Yeah, I think so he's top draw. So we've both gone for the same one there. Munching Gladback, the team that I'm following uh, this um, Bundesliga finish against Bayer Leverkusen. How do you see that one? 1-1. One, one. Right, I'm going to go for a 2-0 uh, Munching Gladback. So you've gone 1-1. One, one. I've gone 2-0. Wolfsburg versus Dortmund. 4-0. I'm going to go 1-3. Oh, by the way, to Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah, yeah, Dortmund, yeah. yeah. Dortmund, yeah. Sorry, sorry I, I just realised that. Yeah. Dortmund. Which is your team that you're uh, following, Borussia Dortmund. Bayern Munich versus Frankfurt. 3-0. Bayern Munich. Yeah, I can't see anybody. Get it. I'm going to go 2 I gave you a chance last week by taking other team line you up by Munich. <laughs> well, you know, with um, Lewandowski, I mean, we get what a what a great <laughs> finisher. What a player. I think if you've got Lewandowski in your team, you've always got you've, a chance. You've always winning. got a chance to score. Yes, you've always got a chance at least scoring anyway, haven't you? Absolutely. Schalke if 4. If you score goals, you win games. Absolutely. Schalke 4, who you nearly joined uh, late 70s, early 80s versus Orsberg. 1-0, Schalke. Go on, I'm going to go 1-1. You're going for 1-1, I'm going yeah. for 1-0. I'm going to go 1-1, because I wasn't very impressed with Schalke. I mean, you I did the first game. I thought they were, I thought they were, no, I thought, I thought they were shocking, because, not because they, they haven't played for two, everybody's in the same yeah. boat. Yeah. <clears throat> it, was a, it was the tactics. Yep. It was shocking. I weren't going to put the, pick the other team, but it, it, I, I want to have to see what, what he does. With the home team, yeah. But now it's the home game, I should say. If he if he go, if he plays the same way again, I shan't be I shan't be putting him in my uh, forecast. I guarantee you. Absolutely. And lastly, uh, again another game on Sunday: Mainz versus RB Red Bull Leipzig. Who everybody seems to hate in Germany. Well, I'm gonna 
they let me down last week, so I'm going to go for Red, Red Bull. What score? One nil again. So Mainz nil, Red Bull Leipzig one. I'm going to go Mainz one, RB Leipzig two. Right. So that concludes. We have got different uh, results. So it's either going to be 14-12 to you or it's going to be 13-13. May the best man win. <laughs> Absolutely. And can I again, TC, thank you for your time. Love to you and yours. And I am picking the record this week, which is from Leon and the Peoples. I'd look good on you. Brilliant. Have a great weekend. Love to everybody down your down your way. Keep smiling and it won't be long before we uh, back to normal. And uh, I hope everyone what listens to this enjoys it. Top man, TC. Thanks for your time, as always. Cheers, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Ta-da, I walked in on your dancing. Close scattered on the mattress You were humming your get ready songs Watch out, no makeup Watching you get made up Makes me want to stay where we are So because so that I can't help but want you I can't help but try Gotta try Girl, I got something Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.